Welcome to the podcast for smart Christian single mothers. I am Marilyn Dawson, the solo mom agape resource tactician, and I am here to share tips, hacks, ideas, solutions, perspective shifts, and more related to finding moments of peace in your daily schedule and making life a little more affordable. Each week's podcast will generally be 10 minutes long or less, frequently as short as 2 to 5 minutes. Let's dive in. Setting boundaries and the importance of setting those for your children. On our Thrive Thursday blog post, um, we talked about the necessity of instilling boundaries, and I'll talk further about that again today, as well as some of the benefits both for your children and for yourself. Many parents don't have boundaries for their kids because they don't have them for themselves. And some of the benefits to you as the parent include time alone for yourself during the day, um, time for your personal devotions perhaps, time to work on your business if you're working for yourself, or if you work from home for someone else, being able to get those tasks done in a timely manner. Building boundaries begins in infancy. And yes, I'm reading from some notes. Uh, Babies learn very quickly when they cry that mom will come running. Many babies, they need to be taught to, to nurse now instead of every 10 minutes. Grazing for a nursing mother is actually dangerous, dangerous to her health, dangerous to um, the baby, and uh, doesn't teach the baby any uh, boundaries as a baby. And believe it or not, they do need to learn those. Babies can learn very quickly that if they cry, they can get mom's attention. Now, there's some legitimate reasons why they cry. They might have a dirty diaper, or they might honestly be hungry, or there might be clothes bunched up in all the wrong places. They might have lost a stuffy that they've grown attached to already in the first few months of life. Or maybe they are they need something to suck on and they're not a thumb sucker, sorry, not a thumb sucker and lost their soother. Um, so there are some legitimate reasons why they will cry. But they learn, they watch and they observe. So it's up to you as the mother to observe as well so that you can tell when there's a genuine need and when they just want attention. And if all they want is attention, don't always give it. Take a look at your own schedule. Take a look at what you have to do. Take a look at where your own mental and emotional health is. And if you need a break, you need a break. It's okay. If you don't give yourself those breaks, you're not going to show up the way you need to. You'll always be run ragged. You'll always be tired. You and the baby need to learn to have your own times. Baby needs to learn to be bored. It's okay. Baby needs to learn to amuse themselves with with the toys you put in the crib or over top of their bassinet. It's okay. It seriously is okay. Um, You don't want, in the case of nursing, to cause lactation problems. Those can grow into an all-out cancer if you're not careful. Some, Some babies, and I've had one of these, would like to just spend time in the middle of the night cuddling. Now, cuddling is fine, except in the middle of the night, you're supposed to all be sleeping. So put baby in their own room. Many parents like to have them in their room, but that honestly does not teach boundaries. When you have your kids in your room, you don't have a space you can retreat to where you shut the door and the kids know that's mom's space. Give them their own room as early as possible with the living situation you're in. Even if it means having to put up a divider in a shared room so that they're on one side of the divider and you're on the other, they have their space and you have yours, so that they know that when they're in their space, they need to learn how to behave in that space and not to interfere with you in your space. 
So going over some notes here. As baby grows, toddler will amplify the lessons learned during babyhood. So if mom didn't set down boundaries while toddler was a baby, toddler will take advantage of those and become very entitled, especially if they are an only child. They often become what many of us term as bratty. Bratty kids, of course, are never appreciated by those around them. They are entitled, they throw tantrums. Every child throws tantrums, but it seems the bratty kids throw them more often because they've learned that they can get their way when they do that. Uh, now, for moms, it's important that you teach your kids early you're not going to give in to their tantrums. A tantrum, as far as you're concerned, is an automatic no to whatever they were asking for. It doesn't matter whether it's in private or whether it was out in public. And kids learn very quickly that if they throw tantrums in public, mom will more often give them what they want. They will discover very quickly whether mom has a backbone or whether mom is easily wrapped around their finger. And the younger they do this, the more dangerous it will be when they get older because everything builds on itself. So you want to begin when the toddler is throwing tantrums not to give in. Your, your no gets firmer the more they throw a tantrum. In fact, when your toddler gets into school and decides to throw the same tantrum, you decide you're just going to wait out the tantrum and if it means they miss their next event, then they've missed it. And if it's an event they really wanted to be part of, they have now hurt their own opportunity. They, they've gotten in their own way. And that can be a form of consequence. Bad behavior must always have consequences. So having a backbone is important. If your child, school-aged child has learned that um, they can wear you down in order to get what they want, that's a big problem. Your children need to learn that no means no, yes means yes. Maybe means maybe, and that may be because of scheduling, it may be because of uh, financial capabilities, and your kids need to learn to be okay with maybes and with no's. They can't be throwing tantrums and acting entitled when, they, when you have no choice but to say no. So you need to build yourself a backbone. The more they whine, the more they try to manipulate the circumstances, the more they try to wear you down, the more tired you get, and the more worn out they might make you, the more firm that no becomes. Your children need to learn how to handle life when life doesn't go their way. We have a whole generation of young adults out there that are tearing the world apart right now because they grew up entitled, they grew up being taught everything could go their way, life is not going their way, they can't handle it, they're making demands, they're throwing tantrums in the form of riots and lootings and destroying things, your kids don't need to reach that stage. You can nip that in the bud when they are babies and when they are toddlers and when they're in elementary school. Because how they behave as teenagers begins when they're toddlers, believe it or not. The behaviors you allowed when they were that small, they will be working on full on when they're youth. Behaviors you thought were funny when they were toddlers won't be funny when they're a youth. And uh, the behaviors that you thought were okay when they were learning to crawl and walk won't be okay when they're teenagers. And the, kid, the behavior they learned when they were in elementary school is definitely not okay when they're young adults. Everything starts much earlier than most people will, will tell you and most people will teach you. These are observations that I have made it with my own kids and with kids around me, um, whether I was teaching Sunday school or whether I was 
um, helping with daily vacation Bible schools or whether I had children over for birthday parties in my own home or what I saw in classes at the rec center. Children, their behavior that, is, that they think themselves is acceptable began years earlier when the parent allowed it. So what you want to be normal needs to be set down early and you need to set boundaries. I want to look at a few more of my notes here. The idea behind not allowing manipulative and uh, whining and wear down behavior to get the better of you is that you want the child to grow up well, more well-rounded than many of the kids are today. We've talked about the need for coping. Lack of boundaries actually creates insecurities and when kids are insecure, they act out. Children that feel more secure are actually calmer. So when your yes is always yes, when your no is always no, and when your maybe turns into either a yes or a no, depending on the circumstances you've explained to them, they become secure in your ability to look after them. Boundaries produce safety and security. When you have a fence around your yard, it's to keep bad people out and to let your kids have a safe place to play, right? Boundaries in the home are the same way. For your own mental and emotional health, you need your own bedroom to go to so that you have a place to close the door. Uh, if your house has a den, you when, the, when you close the door, your kids know you're working or you're having your private time. When their door closes, there's a few reasons for that, but uh, one of those can be their quiet time as well. And if your kids become untrustworthy with the door closed, you have to ha let them have their quiet time with it open because as the mother, you want to keep everybody safe. But you need your own peace of mind, you need your own peace of heart, and you need a calmer home. The best way to do that is to start by instilling boundaries. It does get harder as the kids get older if you haven't done it before, but if you stick to your guns, you can do it. So I strongly urge you, make sure you build boundaries into your family life so that your kids grow up knowing that life isn't going to give them everything they want when they want it, how they want it, and learning how to cope with that reality so that when they reach adulthood, they're not out there doing the same destructive behaviors we see everywhere else right now. Build children and build adults that are going to be responsible and capable, secure, and able to cope. Thank you for listening today. You can also find these helpful weekly thoughts on YouTube. Search for Songdove MD and then go to the coaching playlist. In addition, if you want to chat about these ideas with other smart Christian moms, head on over to Facebook and look up the Great Thought Exchange for Smart Christian Single Moms. Be sure to answer the questions to join. Once again, thanks for listening and stay tuned for next week's podcast.